The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ESPN plus log on to sports gambling podcast.com and click the ESPN plus banner to sign up for ESPN plus college football, college basketball, MLB, soccer, and exclusive USC fights. You can't be a real sports fan without ESPN+. experience it's getting better and better every time right the welcome i feel like i'm turning dumber and dumber <laughs> how you doing pal uh my name is colby dan aka the swinging database and in studio the round mound of of dick pound i don't know what that means i'm a fat guy that beats off that's pretty much that's pretty accurate i love this introduction all right welcome Welcome. Look, <laughs> I don't even know if this guy's qualified to talk about this conference, but <laughs> former, former James Madison defensive back, the same school that turned down the invite. That's why I'm not invite. qualified to talk about yes. this. We're above this shit. That's what I'm saying. You pipsqueak ass conference. All but right. listen, the burrito eating, sideline stealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, buddy. Look, in case the, the, the listeners are wondering what the fuck we're talking about, James Madison turned down the Sun Belt Conference, what, three, four years ago? Sometime years ago. in between the time of beating Virginia Tech and hosting the uh, college game day twice, you know, at the FCS level. No, no big deal. <laughs> the Sun Belt offered us a spot in their little tiddlywink conference. Ooh. And JMU said, you know what? We got bigger Ooh. fish to fry. Now things have changed a little bit in the Sun Belt since then. Ooh. So now it kind of hurts that we're not in there. I was a little mad. It hurts so good. It hurts so fucking bad, actually. Well, not really. All right, but well, check this out, buddy. Because we're going to the American. But, you know, there's still the Sun Belt out there. So we do need to cover these people. And you know what? There's actually some some quality in this fucking conference. It is. I have to there admit. Is. It is it is up they have upped their game and we are we are previewing the this is our first edition. We're gonna break down every team. Over and under win totals, our favorites from the conference, and then at the end of all this, we're going conference by conference, all ten conferences and the independents. And then we will from there go into the beautiful, beautiful our top five or six teams that we like. And then the season comes. There We're we at go. the final stretch. Pretty much. That's right. We are officially in it's the dog days. We're not talking any other fucking sport right now. We're talking about the Sunbelt conference. All right, Patty C. I know you love the Sunbelt conference. Don't you fucking lie to me. The Sunbelt more or less corresponds to the Bible belt. If I'm not mistaken here. 
Well, they used to have New Mexico State. I think they changed it to go for the Bible Belt. Is that right? Yeah, because that makes a little more sense. The used Sun to Belt have Idaho. Sounds like a southwestern kind of thing there, the Sun Belt. But yeah, it works. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to a Sun Belt game this year. Which one's that? In old Boone, North Carolina. I've heard great things about Boone, North Carolina. Hey, I'm telling you, I'll tell you more, but it's not that far from Asheville. No, Asheville is actually where I've heard the great stuff. Yeah. Well, it's Boone's like, great uh, too for what I hear. Austin, uh, you know, the freshman football version of Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I, Very I, hipstery. I've, yeah. I've heard, I'm going to go do some stand up there, hopefully. There you go. Uh, which I mean, Hey, while we're here, I, I'm doing stand up all over. By the time this episode drops, I'll be doing a show. Well, I got a bunch of shit lined up. Check the Instagram feed at the Colby D check the Twitter at the Colby D check the fucking Facebook if you want. And also check the sports gambling podcast, uh, Instagram feed dropping gems, gems over there. You know, Colby D are you still doing that monthly show over at, uh, I am. So, specific to July 24th. We do a sports stand-up show every month. Me and the sports gambling podcast own Sean green, uh, at the dojo of comedy on sunset Boulevard at Sycamore Tavern. Shout out to Trevor Kevlo. Yes. Come on out on the 24th, Hollywood, California, eight, 8 PM show. I believe it might be nine. I think it's eight. Uh, it's on. It's all on the internet, right? It's all on the internet. Look, we're 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 promoting Colby. He's swinging this. He's getting back on tour, swinging the big dick energy around. Swinging it, man. And you've had a couple, uh, couple fans come on out. I have had a lot of fans. Show. I mean, not all. I mean, what's a lot? I've had like seven, eight, nine, ten fans, something like that. That's pr- pretty fucking awesome. Either way, yeah. I guess that's not a lot, but depending on how you look at it, dude, you had eight. <laughs> you had eight at one show. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty fucking amazing. That makes me feel good about my And life. you weren't even in your well, own Well, actually, I think it was seven, and then I had BrewDog. Okay. Well, BrewDog counts as like five by himself. Okay. So. okay. I'm on board. Hey, I'm, I'm feeling good about life, Patty C. All right? And mainly because of those fans, some. But mainly because I'm at the final frontier. I am previewing the first conference, the Sunbelt Conference. And I'm doing these in order, guys. So... Uh, the three worst conferences are the Sun Belt, the MAC, and the Conference USA. Can I, think- I just can I just uh say this real quick? What's that? After college football, or after the NBA and the NHL to a lesser extent, we had to fill some airtime, right? Yeah, we went week by week going with our predictions, just, just you know, episode by up. episode, yeah. kind of looking at things in a vacuum. Had a fun time with it, enjoyed it. But we have finally gotten back to yeah. mid-July. Yeah. Now we're in it. I want to punch you in the face for some reason, just because I'm excited about football. Hey, that is a typical reaction that the general public seems <laughs> to have for whatever reason, whether they're excited, disgusted, I just think it's perfect. Bored. We're doing the Sunbelt football. Let me just punch you in the face. Well, Let me punch you in the face one time. Cheers to that, buddy. Cheers. I got Tom Rathman over here. That's why I want to punch you in the face. I got Tom Rathman on my cup. And I got a red solo cup. There's nothing fucking more American. Cup. That's right. That's a red. What do they call those cups again? A solo cup. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. get the head out of the with ass. Like a D or something. There's a. Let's talk about this fucking conference. Again, you were just mentioning it's one of the three worst conferences. Well, well, here's the deal though. So, so if you're wondering why I started with the Sun Belt, I tried to. I tried to map out. I, I this conference you could argue, but is better than the MAC and potentially the Conference USA. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's as deep that the, they're more front loaded. I'll put it like that. than the Mac, I think front loaded as far as app state and Troy and Georgia. So and Georgia Southern are probably better than any of the schools that any of those other conferences have to offer. Northern Illinois, certainly competitive yeah, in the Mac. Northern, I mean, it's tough Toledo too. Toledo. Yeah. But I, I, I still feel like app state's way above them. I think Northern Illinois and app state are probably on a similar level. Conference USA State higher ranked. I think so too. Who do you have? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty close. Um, the best team in the conference USA, whatever the past. I mean, you got Florida Atlantic, Florida International, but you, uh, Southern Miss, UAB, Marshall. It's a deep conference. Well, obviously, you've I made, mean, for, deeper than that's why I have it ranked higher in the Sun Belt. It makes deeper. sense. It makes sense. App State's got a couple, couple. I wouldn't call them mid-major blue bloods, but rising powers yeah. potentially, especially app state, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, and then, I mean, even like Georgia state, they get their shit together. Colby's big on Georgia state. He thinks the, uh, relatively low academic standards mixed with the insanely, uh, new talented state of Georgia and, and a new stadium, a new stadium outdoor where the Braves used to play. Fulton County Stadium. Loving it. AKA the launch pad. Loving it. You're in Atlanta. Come on. Come on. Yeah, buddy. So we'll see. Uh, Georgia State does have uh They got already got the basketball some school. Potential. Goes to the tournament every year. Is that right? Yeah, all the time. Look at that. This past year they're in the tournament. Dancer base has a point. He's uh, he's got just, a gem waiting for you just guys. Come on. You know, okay, let's get to it, Patty C. Let's get on it here. But first, what do we have here? All right, we have I'm talking about right here, but oh. Let's well, focus on the important stuff. We have shots of our favorite guy, Evan Williams. See a linebacker on uh, Louisiana Lafayette. He should be <laughs> well, speaking of uh, linebackers and random. There are some fun. Uh, there's a uh, Louisiana linebacker. I want to say Zion, you know, not to be mistaken with new Orleans. Two, uh, and he's in Pelicans. Louisiana already. Yeah, that's right. Zion wow. Williamson. This is Zion Z I apostrophe Y O N. Well, everyone's uh, got to be different. Yeah. Hingle McCringleberry. That's all I got to say. Okay. Let's take these fucking shots of Evan Williams. What is that shot? What does your shot glass say? My shot glass does say one Myrtle Beach. Patty C, we're previewing the Sunbelt Conference. Is there a team from Myrtle Beach in the Sunbelt? Well, yeah, about two miles up the road from Myrtle Beach is a place called Conway, South Carolina, where the coastal Carolina Chanticleers yes. are from. The lesser of two cocks in the state. The small cock in the state, you might say. <laughs> you're used to that hey, title, I'm, eh? I'm the, I'm the swinging <laughs> dick of the entire West, so I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Uh, cheers. I got Arizona, so I don't know what I'm going to do here. The one time nearly Sunbelt. Actually, belt. Billy Napier, head coach of... Uh, of uh, Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana. Uh, he is. Uh, he came from Arizona State. Formerly of Arizona. Yeah. Residency. All right. Cheers, buddy. It all plugs in. Mm. Man, that feels good. That's the college experience. Oh, yeah. That is the college experience. Chasing a shot with a mixed drink. Boom. That's the college experience. All right. We're going to start out with a team that's probably going to win it all. All right. I'm, I'm doing this thing alphabetically. Probably should have beaten Penn State last year. Wait. Alphabetically, are they first or is Arkansas State first? What's my alphabet mm, here? Let's let's go back to first grade real quick. Let's come. They are first. <laughs> All right. 
First grade's tough though. It's a lot, lot of beers ago. Uh, the uh, Appalachian State Mountaineers. That's Pennsylvania. a good joke. That's a classic. Uh, what's long and hard on a dent? First grade. Ooh. Hello. Ooh. Got him. Uh, Patty C. App State. Let's talk about it for a second here. Yeah. Uh, there's talk that this team could be in the American as well, just like your James Madison Dukes. Well, they certainly would be deserving at this point based on performance. Okay. App State, obviously Scott Satterfield takes the entire staff pretty much all the way to, uh, to Louisville. This program has been rolling for a long time. Yeah. A very long time. It's tough to lose Since the days of John settle. That's right. Now is John settle the coach that beat Michigan in the big house. No, no, no. John settles a running back for the oh, John settle. That's right. Holy crap. And the Falcons in the eighties, the coach that beat Michigan in the big house was Jerry Moore. Legendary Jerry Moore. Scott Satterfield played under Jerry Moore. There you go. This isn't shit on my sheet. This is all shit that I know. See, this is where the Danta base really shines. When it comes to Sunbelt knowledge, I will freely admit that this guy takes on a different level of interest. Buddy, look, sometimes I get in an argument with, with these hacks and they're like, well, you don't know college football. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to fucking throw my dick in the air. Right. But I, I will say, I think I know more than you. When it's a Tuesday evening, <laughs> you're not watching Sunbelt football. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't even, not even that. I and, record it. Right. So that if I miss it, if I have a stand up show, All right. I watch it in the, in the morning. Me and Mud. Mud's seen more Sunbelt football than the average <laughs> fucking human. <laughs> Mud's my dog, by the way. If you're a first time listener and curious about the Sunbelt, Mud's my beautiful, beautiful. Look at this guy. He's a fucking corpse. And right if now, you though. think Colby is, you know, taking a shit on this piece of shit dog, which, you know, he should. <laughs> taking a shit on the piece of shit he dog. He should because he's a piece of shit dog. He's a great dog. He gave him a, mo- a more distinguished name than Mud. He is. Major mud. He is the major. The like major Applewhite. You know what I mean. That's right. Or Johnny Majors. Look at this guy. You know what I mean. He's got football. He's got college football all over me. Hey, you know what? Majors are more people should be named Major. Although General Booty is one of the greatest (laughs) names ever, and he's a five-star recruit coming out that we're going to see in short order. So can we talk App State football? You piece of shit. Let's get on it. All right, look. Uh, I do love the general booty thing, though. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, it's, t- it's tough to to do a transition when you when you drop general bu- general bu- booty right there. I almost said beauty. Um, okay, look, Satterfield's gone. They bring in Eli Drinkowitz. I, I mean, I I want to do a take a Drinkowitz right now. Hey, this bro, this is a hey, hey. <laughs> uh, this Tom Rathman, I'm, let's do a, a quick drink of wits real quick. Oh yeah. Okay. But Eli Drinkwitz comes over from, he was the former offensive coordinator under, uh, uh, Doran at NC state with Ryan Finley. He is the guy responsible for bringing Ryan Finley to NC state because Drinkwitz was at Boise state previously. Drinkwitz is only 36 years old. Patty C talk about some of Drinkwitz's uh coaching tree lineage here. Yeah. He originally started out with a little Gus Malzahn, right? Then he played. Then he coached, I believe, for Peterson and uh, Hartson. Hartson. Yeah, Hartson. And then he goes to Doran at NC State. So there's reason why a lot of things that I listen to or read say that he's going to be one of the that was the, one of the biggest hire or one of the best hires this offseason, and he will be soon coaching a Power Five program, allegedly. Petty C. Hey, what I'm can, uh, curious to know is 
where the transition from Malzahn to Chris Peterson uh, happened. It must have been by uh, extremely high reference because Malzahn was a Texas coaching legend. It, I think it was Malzahn when he was at Arkansas, Arkansas State. Arkansas, yeah, and then he... Um, he was, uh, what was that, the Razorback Mafia, or what were they called, or the whatever that... Well, no, but he was at Arkansas State as their head coach, too. Malzahn was. Yeah. Okay, well, was Chris Peterson somehow connected to that? No, I don't, I don't know the connection there, but I will say... Peterson's been in the Pacific Maybe Northwest. Peterson was just intrigued and says, hey, you're a little small-time assistant, why don't you come to Boise, eat a fucking potato, and... And learn some fucking football. <laughs> and learn... Either way, yeah. those are two great coaches to have on your pedigree, so... Uh, Drinkwitz, I haven't, I don't know much about the guy, but certainly. Well, and Doran, Doran was at Northern Illinois, took him to a BCS game. Yeah. So, I mean, Doran has proven over the past few years. He got years. three, three good coaches on that, on that scale. Um, now, uh, Drinkwitz pretty much comes into a perfect situation I mean, within the conference, at least. Yeah. Zach Thomas. Uh, not the linebacker from Texas Tech on the Miami Dolphins. Who allegedly yeah. shit on uh, uh, Nick f- Saban and uh, sent him back to the uh, college football ranks. So, Alabama, uh, yeah. you can thank that, Zach Thomas. I want to say Nick Saban origi- uh, said something about his mom. And then uh, Zach Thomas was like, uh, you say anything about my mom, I'll fucking kill you. And then Nick Saban was like, oh, you make more money than I do because you're a player in the NFL and I'm a coach. So I'm going to go back to college where I can actually yell at my players. Yeah, well, it's worked out for Saban, but yeah, but fuck him. Yeah, he's a douchebag. You're calling out your own linebackers, mom. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think he said you hit like your mom, but Zach Thomas, being a meathead idiot, took it <laughs> <laughs> took it the wrong way. I'm sure it wasn't. I, I that still offensive. want to blame Saban in this there situation. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm all he on quit board on his that. team yeah. twice, twice. Yeah. All right, Zach Thomas though, probably the best quarterback in the in in the Sun Belt. I think. I think the guy's a stud. I was really impressed when he took over for, uh, for lamb two years ago or last year was his first year really at the helm. And I was completely impressed. I mean, even out the gate game one at Penn state, I was like, this motherfucker is much better passer than, than lamb was the year before. So I'm like, why, where was this? Where was he at his freshman year? Should have played him in this freshman year. Yeah. We were watching uh highlights of that game yeah. less than a week ago and third quarter or maybe fourth quarter. They just start lighting up. He's throwing the ball yeah. all over the field. Yeah. Make up for a big Got some deficit. wheels. Got some, a little bit of wheels, too. Undersized. Yeah. 6'1", 200. Ju- only a junior, by the way. So, uh, so Drinkowitz, I'm, I'm eager to see what he... I think he's probably a little more athletic than Finley. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Finley... Finley is Finley is. Are you, are you making fun of me with that reaction? <laughs> Finley's all knees and elbows, man. Yeah. But he was he was efficient. So, uh, so look, he so he gets Zach Thomas back. Who I I think he's a stud quarterback. I think he's. Pro- I, I I I wrote by the way. If you go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, I previewed all 130 starting quarterbacks or the positions that uh you know there's a couple that more than a couple that are uh, unknown on who's starting but I tried my best to preview all of the quarterbacks going for each team, make your projections, et cetera. Exactly. And I had Zach Thomas, I believe in my top 20 or top 25. Um, it's pretty high praise. He's a stud. And so get this though. They returned seven of their top eight receivers led by wide receiver, Corey Sutton, who's an absolute beast, probably going to be playing on Sundays. Uh, and last year, what they had was unfortunate for Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore was at a really good running back. You might remember that Tennessee game. 
right? I do remember it being close. I don't specifically. He, well, he, I'm just saying he was a really good running back. And last year, and, and let's shit on the NCAA for a second, Patty C. Let's do it. Because Jalen Moore was a senior last year. And in the fifth game of the season, he had a really, really nasty broken leg injury. Season right? ending? Yeah. In the first quarter against Georgia Southern. Mm. Be- and he was their best offensive player, right? Yeah. And it's unfortunate because he was a senior. And I, I you know, here's the knock is that if he probably would have came out after a junior year, he would have been drafted. I don't think he got drafted this year because he had this gigantic injury. Of right? course. Yeah. Uh, they lost that game against Georgia Southern, by the way, but he, he got injured week five and clearly out for the year, but the NCAA would not, they didn't, they didn't grant him. Uh, yeah. They did not. What's the, uh, you have to do it with the, your first four weeks, apparently even with an injury. And he was in the first quarter of the, like literally like the first, like the first quarter after his eligibility yeah, to like, yeah, it's fucking injured brutal. Expire. That fucking sucks. Brutal. But, uh, anyway, uh, Darrington Evans and Marcus Williams came in. And they both looked pretty good considering, I mean, they, they weren't as good as more, but they filled, filled the shoes very well. They're back. So in a weird way, like they weren't their starters last year, but they were in a way. I mean, I'm looking at the stats here. Almost seven yards of run for Darrington Evans. Uh, almost 1,200 yards rushing total. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. I mean, considering when, and he didn't start for, for four and a half games. First four and, yeah, yeah. Four and a quarter. First five yeah. games, really. Yeah. That's really um, good. Uh, so they return, and this, like I said, this whole team is loaded. All right, four offensive linemen return. Three of them were all conference last year, and the other two have experienced starting games before. So they basically have five got five offensive linemen that are very well. No, what's what was Satterfield's uh, forte? Was he more of a was offense? He, he was an offensive offense. Guy. Yeah. So it's going to be a different look. I'm curious to see how they how, how Drinkowitz does things. Uh, maybe he studies the film, tries to make some, uh, you know, keep some of the old stuff. I don't know. We'll see. I but, think a good coach, you know, doesn't completely overhaul a good thing. You know, that's worked unless you're going to walk in and, you know, have a master system. Especially when in your place. team was like 10 and two or 11 and one or whatever the fuck it was. Right. Like 10 and two. Yeah. Work with what you got and, and slowly like, um, put your shit in there. Now on the defensive side of the ball, cause they lost other coaches. Interesting hire here. Uh, a little bit of irony we got going here, Patty C. They lost their so under Satterfield last year, coming into last year, they lost their defensive coordinator, Georgia Tech. Paul Johnson went out and hired their defensive coordinator, and he fired Ted Roof, longtime ACC, like longtime uh, defensive coordinator, former head coach at Duke at one point. Now the irony here is this, Patty C. Yeah, is that the defense for Georgia Tech was actually got worse <laughs> under Roof. No. Because they oh. fired Roof and hired the App State guy. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. So the defense went from like I forget the numbers, but they dropped drastically. Yeah. So the it's almost like well maybe App State's defensive coordinator. I mean it was only year one, but he didn't do very well. And and I think well Paul Johnson retired, so I'm assuming I don't know where he's at right now. But Roof spent the year out of football. Like I said, Roof's had been a good defensive coordinator throughout his career. Bad coaching experience at, at Duke, but head coaching. They hired Ted Roof and Ted Roof, uh, you know, last year he takes over for, he gets a lot of starters back seven starters on defense. They were the 20th defense ranked 20th in the nation last year. Why am I having a hard time talking? So let me ask you this, What's that? Uh, since you're following this a little closer, 
Drinkowitz just retains Roof as the defensive coordinator? No, no, you're missing out here. All right. He was, Ted Roof was Georgia Tech's defensive coordinator all up to 2000. He got 18. Yeah, he did not do 2018. Paul Johnson went and hired the DC at App State. At App State, who then, although he hired him and fired Roof, they regressed drastically. Sure. Roof spent a year out of football. Oh, so Roof isn't chilling. Drinkowitz hires Roof. Okay. They do a little trade. Yes. They waited a year and did a little trade. Essentially. Okay. But I actually think Ted Roof historically has been a good defensive coordinator. Spent some time at Minnesota earlier in, in his career when they Supposedly, were. Supposedly uh, blitz happy kind of guy. Yeah. And look, dude, seven re- re- starters returning on the, on the 20th ranked defense last year. Two stud safeties, Desmond Franklin and Josh Thomas. Why are we not thinking they, well, I mean, you got to be thinking they're going to win the, the Sun Belt, right? Let me ask you this real quick. What's that? What makes up a solid number of returning starters? I'd say anywhere over half. Over half? I feel like more often than not, some of the reviews I read say only seven returning starters. Really? Maybe not more often than not, but they're unenthusiastic about the prospect of returning seven starters on one side of the ball. I I, I would say seven's good. I would I would agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you this though, Patty C. Yeah. The o- Vegas is telling us the over under at App State's win total this year is nine games. Well, I guess we. I should. got the schedule right here. All right. I got to pull it up myself as well. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you without without looking at it. I'm gonna go over nine. Does I, not these games do not count for the bowl games? It's regular season. Yeah, regular season, yeah. twelve games. I tend to agree with you. Okay. Anna. I almost tend to emphatically agree with you on that. Okay. East Tennessee State in Boone, August 31st. That's, that's a, a win. win. Charlotte the next week in Boone. That's, that's a, a win. win. Then they get a bye. Let me and, and let me see if North Carolina gets a bye before. This is uh of Great importance. For no, North Carolina gets fucking at a road game at Wake Forest before this. They're going to beat North Carolina in week three, week four. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, they're going to be three and zero. Then they get the chance to clear. The only thing is, although although Mac Brown is brand new, uh, and he's been doing a great job, but m- whether Mac Brown has been, ever been an X's and O's guy, he's he's always struck me as more of a recruiting ace. Yeah, definitely. You know. Definitely. Um, and so while, while he is recruiting out the ass right now, he is, he says players is. aren't playing, you yeah. know? And so it'll take a couple of years for Mac Brown drink wits for what all we know, maybe the better X's and O's coach already has probably equal, equal talent. Yeah. That as North Carolina, it is on the road. Um, but, but co- there's that chip on the shoulder. A lot of the recruits were not recruited by North Carolina. Probably. I'm favoring uh, App State. I'm favoring App State as well, yeah, even on the experience road. wise. Yeah, experience culture wise. wise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got the chance to clear the week after North Carolina. That's a win. They're starting so out four and zero. Then they get a bye, and then they go to New or-, or to uh, Lafayette to take on the Raging Cajuns, which is a tough game. It is a tough game. It's on ESPN two, nationally televised game on a Wednesday. I think they're going to handle Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana uh, Raging Cajuns. I think they could lose that game. That's 50, 50 for me. I don't think that's 50, 50. I think they're much better. All right. I really do. I think that the other side of the the conference, the other division is just trash. Yeah. And I think they're just a lot better. Did they, did they get uh, a lot of what I'm seeing is Louisiana as the favorite from the other side of the conference. That doesn't, I mean, someone's got to win the fucking conference, right? That's true. That's like uh, ACC coastal versus ACC. Last year, uh, 
App State beat them by ten. In Boone, though. But hey, with is, Scott Satterfield. They, but the quarterback's older. You know what I mean? Like, come on, they, they got a lot of returning guys. We'll give them the W, but let's. I'm gonna put a little asterisk next to it. I don't think that's an asterisk. They're five and zero. They're okay. gonna they're gonna win that game. Then they come back for homecoming against the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks in a game that me and NC Nick will be at most likely. Nice. Originally we we're going to do Georgia Southern, but I, I think the fact that Georgia Southern is playing on Halloween and my, my brother's got a couple of daughters. It's yeah, one of those things a little trick or treating thing. Yeah. You don't want to miss yeah. those ones. It would sucks. Cause I'd rather be at Georgia Southern because I love that rivalry. Yeah. But uh, you know, Louisiana Monroe Uncle of the year. Colby Dan, Louisiana Monroe, you know, uh, that could still be a good game. Went bowling last year. That's an in Boone. I got to give that to uh, App State. So too. I got them right there at six and zero. I mean, they were eleven and two last year, and they have had many, many ten win seasons. Yeah. So this is not so they, uncharacteristic. They follow that up with at South Alabama. That's a win. Yeah, I got them at seven and zero. Then they're home to Georgia Southern. Tricky game. Home but, field advantage bodes with and revenge. Last oh, year Georgia Southern. There. Yeah, they're on. They're at home instead of on the road. Again, continuity of the coaching staff, especially against the triple option. That's true. Makes this game tough. I'm still going to favor. What do you have? The, do you have them winning the fucking national championship here? What's going on here, buddy? <laughs> well, if we, if we actually had a true playoff system, maybe that's true. At least they'd have a shot. Yeah. So I got them going eight. No, going into bye week And then this is where they get had because no bye week What do you mean? Uh, you looking at? Wait. Why are they calling that? Um, whatever I'm looking at. Oh, you know what? Because that's a Thursday game okay. where they're hosting Georgia Southern. The following game after Georgia Southern's at South Carolina, which uh, South kudos to South Carolina for somehow making this right after ta- facing a triple option. That's when they lose to South Carolina because they went from playing a triple option team to then facing South Carolina. Well, whoever scheduled this though does give them an extra two days to prepare. Well, I sure hope so after the fucking triple, triple option, option yeah. and probably their biggest threat to uh, win the division. You got to figure they're going to be zeroed in. Although by that, I would love to see them beat by that Carolina. measure going on a five day week to prepare for the triple option against the, what's likely the number two team in the division and not yeah. great scheduling on the part of yeah. app state. And they're coming off the road. Big Dick energy. Yeah. You got to feel like is being factored in here. So, so I got them losing at South Carolina. Patty. I would have to agree with that. Then they're at Georgia state. That's I'm, a win. That's a win. Then they're home to Texas state. That's a destruction. Yeah. Now here's a trick one. Then they're end the season at Troy Friday after the day after Thanksgiving. And I think Troy's going to regress a little bit this year. Yeah. I got, I got, I got the, the Mountaineers going 11 and one, 11 and one. Let me, let me, let me say that I'm officially on record saying that I think app state will take an L at Louisiana early to midway through the season. And they're going to be a 10 and two team, but either way over the nine, right? Over the nine. We agree with that, right? Yeah. So let's go to that strong over. Let's go to the spreadsheet that I was designing. All right. And fucking doing over on both of us here. I hope you're listening out there, you crazy wahoos. Because let me tell you something. We were pretty fucking good last year. So if you throw some money on this, hey, maybe you get yourself a Tom Rathman cup like me. All Ball- right, next up, Petty Balling. C. We're staying alphabetical. Arkansas State. Moving right? over to the West. 
I guess we should have done it by division. I don't know. We'll let the fans answer that. By the way, I have some fans. Don't make me. Don't let me forget yeah. that I have fans tweets. All right. Arkansas state though. Year six, Arkansas state for a while. There had, had some problems with uh continuity coaching wise. People kept leaving, taking the job, leaving kind of like Western Kentucky at one point, but Blake Anderson now enters year six in Jonesboro. This team was favored to win it all or win the to, conference yeah. last year with justice Hanson, Oklahoma transfer. And now he's gone now an eight and five year that they had not terrible, but certainly didn't live up to expectations. What do you expect this year? Do you see them uh, taking a step forward or a step backward? Uh, well, their side of the division is a lot easier, right? I'm going to call for them to come out of that side of the division. I'm not going to go with your Louisiana uh, Lafayette raging Cajuns. Although I love the name. Look, Justin Hanson, Justice Hanson's gone. He was good, but this junior Logan Bonner, he played a little, he got a little burn last year. Should get some experience. He's a junior, right? Makes uh, sense. They also bring back some, the, probably the best wide receiver core, maybe in the entire Sun Belt. I'd say either them or App State. I mean, they got a guy, I mean, 83 catches, Kirk Merritt. That's, uh, 83 that's, fucking catches. That's hauling it in right there. Arkansas State, let me, let me, let me point out something here. Among, the more interesting few power uh, football states, you know, states that really, I, I don't know. If Where are you going here? Let's look at the states that have <laughs> one oh, I group, you. power five team. Okay. Yeah. You have uh, the most prominent Ohio, right? Then Louisiana, probably number two, right? Where do you go from there? Tennessee, maybe they have Vanderbilt. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That, that counts. I guess that, yeah, it barely counts, yeah. but it counts. Uh, New York doesn't play great football necessarily. The Buffalo Bulls might punch in the face for that assumption. Well, they can the punch Army in the- Black Knights. They have two teams that won over 10 games last well, year. Well, they have a Mac and an independent team that uh, have done that. They don't have a Power Five team that can punch me in the face. Syracuse, but not a second one. Okay. So they uh, had three schools that won 10 games last year. I mean, uh, New York, New York football <laughs> has greatly improved from where they have been. I will say that without a doubt, either way, Arkansas right there in sec country, smack yeah. dab, you know, yeah. and, and right next to Texas football is paramount there. And for them to have one power five school, you would think Arkansas state, especially being really the only other FBS team in that entire state. Well, you know what, you know, what needs to happen, man, is they need to, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, my opinion on this, they need to delete the FCS, bring them into the FBS because central Arkansas has been a great FCS program for a while now. Yeah. Just, I'm all for it. Just it's a little more there. fun. Yeah. Either way, Arkansas state, especially look here's there's something to be said for what's in a name, right? You have even, even for myself, James Madison university, right? What's in a name? It's relatively obscure. You have to know your history. You have yeah. to not be a fucking idiot, right? Whereas Arkansas State sounds like, you know, Florida State. It could be a national powerhouse. Yeah. It's not that, you yeah, know, yeah. so the the potential for that program to rise up, but here they are, you know, a middling team in the Sunbelt Conference. They Get w- your shit together. Arkansas State in the past 10 or 12 years, Patty C, won at Texas A&M. 
All right. A little success they have had, and the program has grown tremendously. And so I like the trajectory here, but step it up. Last year was a disappointment and still eight and five is not a bad disappointment. And I think they're going to take a step back this year. So step it the fuck up. Arkansas state. All right. Well, I want to tell you this, Petty C they return the best. I mean, they got three big stud whiteouts. They got a tight end and then, and Isaac returning Uh, three starters back on the O line. Little concern there, but I think three, three is better than two, right? Yes. Statistically speaking. I have heard that uh, before. fourth best defense in the Sunbelt last year. Eight of the top 10 tacklers are returning. And uh, I watched a few of the games and I, I, I don't remember this gentleman's name, but I, they have a guy on the edge that I thought was a pretty, pretty big stud last year. Maybe he was a linebacker. I don't know what game I was watching. I don't recall this, this guy's name because I looked at the names and I was like, I don't fucking remember which name is on the, on their defense that I remember him being good, but he was really good. They got a guy, Tajaya Chambers. 79 tackles. That's an interesting little name there. Yeah. Maybe some fun names down in the South. Uh, But either way, okay. Vegas Petty C says the, the Arkansas state Indians. What did I say? Indians? What's their name again? Uh, Red wolves. Yeah. They changed it to a red wolf. Is that what they do with like everything? They just read and then something else. Yeah. Red storm. Yeah. Red men. So the Redskins aren't going to be the Redskins. They're going to be the red, red Hawks. Is the one that I've heard a lot. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, over and unders at seven and a half. They won eight last year. So Vegas is thinking they're going to be pretty consistent. The benefit they have is them being in the West. Oh yeah. Well, your schedule is an utter cakewalk. You know, just by being in that division. Let's let's take a gander. Who do they draw cross division? No, well, they don't play App State because I just went through the App State schedule. They get Georgia State. All right, look. Hold on, let's go week by week here. All right. SMU week one. That's a, actually a really good game. Sunny, uh, Sunny Dykes. Sunny Dykes. It's in. It's at Arkansas State. I mean, the first two games, I have no fucking idea. Mm. They follow up SMU in Jonesboro with uh, with at uh, UNLV. I'm going to say one and one. They'll go one and one out of the first two. I'm going to say Owen two. Okay. I mean, it's personally, it's, I mean, if UNLV has Armani Rogers healthy, they should probably lose that game. It's a I long mean, road trip. Like Arkansas state should lose that game. Uh, week three, they're at Georgia. Thank you, Georgia for scheduling some, some, you know, really tough competition there. <laughs> at least they're eight and five. Right. Better than Alabama does. Um, what the hell is my cat? Yeah. Colby abuses his animals. He's like hitting shit. I'm trying to record. Uh, week four. So we got him. You got him zero and three. I got him at one and two. How do you see? Alrighty. Uh, week four. They are home to Southern Illinois. This is a dangerous game because Southern Illinois. If I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna give me a second. I believe Southern Illinois is a decent FCS school. Yeah. Let me say this: If you know anything about Southern Illinois, you're watching. I. I, I I can't say this on our podcast, but I'm going to. You're watching too much college football. <laughs> if you know, I have a, a remotely educated opinion about Southern Illinois. Uh, oh, I know about them, buddy. <laughs> all right. All right. Don't you fucking question me, all right? All right. Last year, they were shit. What's right? their mascot? Uh, weren't they Salukis, right? The Salukis. Yeah. The fuck is a Saluki? Actually, they were shit last year. They were shit last year. It's a dog. But... um. 
historically, I, f- I feel like Southern Illinois a few years back was not bad. This should be a win for Arkansas State. Yeah, no, they were they only won three games on the FCS level last year. So, uh, one and one, or I got them at two and two. They're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna find a way to win one of those two games. All right. Yep. Then they're at Troy. That's a loss. Yes. All right. So I got them at two and three. That's a tough. That's a tough early season uh, slate there for them. Then they're at Georgia State in the old Atlanta Brave Stadium. Is Dale Murphy and Terry Pendleton and and Tom Glavin gonna show up and fucking and John your boy John Rocker gonna show up? Oh and, yeah. And <laughs> Sprint out on the field to the booth. How about my guy Crime Dog Fred McGriff? Big Fred McGriff guy oh, yeah. here. Um, who wins this game, Patty C at Georgia State? I gotta say, Arkansas State wins this game, right? I think Georgia State's gonna be a lot better this year, but I would. I'm gonna go Arkansas State too. So that's what I have them at three and three. You have them at two and four. Right? This side of the division is hard to predict. Yeah, you have you. So you're on the under, I think, because the, the, if the, if it's at seven and a half, they can't afford another loss. Look to me. Here, here's my thing. All right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the state of Arkansas, Chad Morris, right? What is Sonny Diggs doing differently than Chad Morris? And what makes SMU that much more of a threat with Sonny Diggs than what was the case with Chad Morris? Because Chad Morris was the offensive coordinator in the early early years of Dabo's when he's Clemson run. Well, so, I mean, Sonny Diggs was, was only been has only been at SMU one year. Right. So I guess my point being. I don't know why I'm favoring SMU over Arkansas state, especially at Arkansas state. So maybe I can go with you. There you that. go, buddy. That's it's a, and that game, by the way, is on a uh, ESPN plus we're, we're sponsored by ESPN plus. I thought that was fitting. Um, there you go. So I have them. Okay. So, so maybe you're changing your opinion then. Okay. So I have them at what? Three and three, they get a bye week and then they're home to Louisiana Lafayette. I know they don't say Lafayette anymore. They got rid of that shit, but they're the school called Louisiana. There are two in L's Lafayette. in there, and you know what? Arkansas State's going to add the third. Exactly. I like that. I like Regina over there. Hey, so I got them at four and three. Wait, you got them winning that or losing that? No, I have Arkansas State winning that. Mm, they're hosting Louisiana. That's a tough game to predict a little bit. I I, I think they the beat Cajuns. Uh, you had too much Cajun seasoning on your fucking talk. You know what? I'm going to agree with you again. I was leaning toward an L there, but I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. That, that puts them at three and four for me because I, I got them at four and three, then homecoming against Texas state. That's now, a win. It's a win, but I, we will get to Texas state later. Cause I am intrigued. Uh, so I got them at what? Five and three. Yeah. Five and three at Louisiana Monroe. Now this is where I say they get upset. The Warhawks. No, they were the Indians. I don't fucking remember. Um, I'm gonna say they get upset here. Caleb Evans and company get the get the job done in 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 Monroe, Patty C. I like that. Not Monroe. <laughs> James Monroe was the what fifth president of the United States somewhere in there. Greg Monroe should be the fucking forty ninth president of the United States. Yes, whatever he should. Number we are <laughs> for all those rebounds he's doing. He's going to help our country rebound. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Arkansas state the win there at, at this point. We both have them. You got to. Okay. So we're at the same record right now. What's that? Five and four, four and four, five and four. Yeah. Five and four. They get a bye week. Then they're hosting 
the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. That's a win. That's a win. Six and four. Then they host Georgia Southern. I got them taking an L there. That's a that's a good. But the strength of this team, what they got a good defense. I mean, I'm going to take Georgia Southern as well. So that's a loss. So six and five. And then I got him beating South Alabama seven and five. So we're on the under. What's the uh, seven and a half? Seven and a half. Yeah, give me the. I under. don't feel good about that one though. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Uh, what do we say? Caleb Evans was uh, yeah coming back. Look, no, Monroe's quarterback. Uh, Monroe's quarterback. It's Caleb Evans. It's Caleb. Why, why am I all right? Who's Where, uh? Where's your head at? Yeah, my head's up my ass, <laughs> dude. My fucking. <laughs> Have Arkansas. another drink. Arkansas State. Pussy. All right, look. Arkansas State, Justice Hanson's gone. Justice bringing in Hansen's Bonner. Gone. Okay. He's gone. Justice Hanson's done. He's probably working at a Walmart. All right. Um, look, we're on to the next team. We both have the under there. We don't feel good about the under. I feel great about the App State over, but I don't feel good about the Arkansas State under because I think Arkansas, you could, we, we could easily find out Arkansas State's 2 0. Like what happens if they win SMU and UNLV? <laughs> then we're true. fucked. You know what I mean? Then they probably beat Louisiana Monroe in Monroe. If they if they're good enough to beat the previous two, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's why I don't feel good about that with the App State. When I feel great about, uh, and next up in alphabetical order, Patty C is the Chanticleers. Your boys. Oh gosh, you're you just took a shot from them. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and we used to party down in Myrtle pretty consistently. It's good times. It is a good. I mean, I, look, I uh, my parents reside there now, outside of there. Let me tell you what. I hooked up only time in my life I did this. Hooked up with a chick in the ocean, in Myrtle Beach. Really? Not all it's cracked up to be. In fact, it feels like nothing. Maybe that's more a statement about me. <laughs> <laughs> with that, then it's on par with anything, right? Oh yeah, pretty much. But. Yeah, just not not for her. She's like, it felt like nothing. Right. Well, that's par for the course, bitch. But uh, <laughs> for me, right, all it felt was like yeah, swimming basically. So, all right, look, Myrtle the, Beach, good times. The Chanticleers, your boys. All right, they got a new head coach, but he's sort of an old head coach. It's confusing. It's very confusing. All right. <laughs> all right, because you got Jamie Chadwell. He's the allegedly the new head coach, but we got to remember that two years ago, because their old head coach had a heart problem or heart attack, he interim coached for pretty much the whole year. When you say you got to remember, I think most of our fans are got to hear this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're shitting on the Sun Belt <laughs> just because Jamie, you said no to him. <laughs> Sitting on the sun belt because prior to Appalachian State joining a few years, this was a worse conference than most FCS. The Patriot, the Colonial Athletic Conference. Whoa, you, you, you better start thinking about yours. Hey, I am. I can tell you this: if James Madison was very lucky, Troy was not in their conference for a long time, buddy. All right, buddy. We got a state flagship school in our conference. Oh, How many state flagship schools are in the Sun Belt? All I know is Troy. Zero point we'll zero. The, the Troy had a guy named Demarcus Ware on their team. Yeah, well, we had a guy named uh, who? Charles Charles Haley. Haley. Yeah, that was when you were seven years old. You piece yeah, of shit. You know what? He's got more Super Bowl <laughs> trophies than anyone except Tom Brady. So, <laughs> who's Tom Brady? Never heard of the guy. 
Right? He's a pussy. Look, okay, but uh, Jamie Chadwell, former head coach, by the way, former, former head coach of the Charleston Southern Buccaneers, took him to two FCS playoff berths back in 2012, 2013. That's called doing your homework, Petty C. That is doing your homework. Uh, they did have a little problem, though, because I what? like the uh, pirate theme of Carolina. All right, you got to love it. You got to love it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Carry your pizza like, like, like a, a briefcase. Suitcase, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> suitcase, briefcase, same fucking thing. Look, uh, they did have some problems transfer wise. All right. So they had a quarterback graduate quarterback transfer out. So now they're on to either Fred Payton or Bryce Carpenter. I am. I'm hearing Fred Payton. I, I, he got some experience last year. Uh, so I'm assuming it's Fred Payton. Payton's a famous name of football. Patty C. It is. So can he lead the Chanticleers to the promised land? See, this team's taking some hits, though. They lost their top two running backs from last season. Their leading receiver, Malcolm Williams, is gone. And they don't return much on defense. Mm. And they were a pretty bad defense last year. So take, depending on how you look at that. It's not much of a scouting report there, is it? Depending on how you look at that. Well, even worse was their top pass rusher from last year transferred to Syracuse. And I'm talking about one Jeffrey Gunther. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm saying if your defense was already bad, don't you want to shut? Don't you want to shuffle anyway? Get some new players in there. Yeah, I guess so. There's uh depends how you look at it. Right. Experience wise. You want to like a bunch of experience shit or do you want some uh, new blood beasts? Exactly. All right. Now Vegas has this uh, over and under at four and a half. Patty C. Uh, I have your dick over and under about four and a half. So <laughs> And I'm strongly betting on the Why under. Are you, you're always thinking about my dick. Dude. It's disturbing. It's <laughs> okay. very disturbing. Um, okay. This schedule is actually very interesting. Uh, all right. There's a couple games that you might want to circle. All right. All right. They're going to lose week one in a game that I wish I was going to. With, I, I mean, it's hosting. Nick, yeah. They're hosting Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan's got a long way to go. Eastern Michigan is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Eastern Michigan is going to beat their ass. Don't you have a story about your trip to Michigan? I don't know if it was Eastern Michigan. It was Northern Michigan. Northern Michigan. Uh, Are we talking about my, my father? Yes. Hell of a good guy. Hell of a good. So NC Nick, (laughs) NC Nick was getting married in good old, uh, well, Mackinac Island, Michigan, which I had no idea what the fuck that was. I had done Michigan before I'd done some stand up in Detroit can only imagine. <laughs> so when I got the phone call to be How the best man in the wedding, I thought, you know, I'm right at home. By, by the way, NC, Nick, close your ears. But I thought, Oh shit, I'd done, I'd done Detroit before, but I'm picking up. I'm thinking like, man, I did Detroit. I did stand up in Detroit. You know, I knew this. I knew the wedding wasn't in Detroit, but I was just like, eh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh you know, it's, it's my brother. He could say like, come to fucking Bismarck, North Dakota, come to, he can, he can get, you know, married in Russia and I'll show up. All right. Of course. But I wasn't thrilled. My sister's getting married in Ireland in two weeks and I'm showing well, up. Well, that, I would be thrilled to go to yeah. Ireland. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like I had unfairly judged all of Michigan. Like I judged my first experience in Detroit, by the way. And I, and I'll, I will admit also that my, the, I've been to Detroit since then and it's much better than I, I ever thought it was the originally. Right. You were living the eight mile lifestyle the first time you were there. I was a, it was a very shady place that we did some, some stand up and even 
it was just a, the whole town was shut down and it was just very strange. It was like a zombie apocalypse that hit Detroit. But anyway, I'm thinking, Oh shit, here we go again. Right. My parents don't fly. Right. <laughs> We're taking you down a fucking yeah, rabbit. This hole. is going to take 45 minutes. We have a lot to go, but I'm saying, okay, my parents don't fly. My dad's a fucking maniac. He, uh, he takes the train from the Carolinas to, uh, I, I, we, we grew up in the DC area. So he, he takes a train to DC, but he misses the train or what do you, I've taken the train a lot. I've taken Amtrak a lot. They all, they're never fucking on time, especially on the East coast for some reason. Yeah. And the train shows up incredibly late. So it's my dad, my mom, my aunt, my uncle, my uncle's got Alzheimer's. It's not, it's just not a good scene. So, the, you know, they catch this train, they get to DC, then they go from the, there to like Toledo, Ohio. They're outside. They're in their like seventies or late sixties for some of them. And they get to Toledo, but they're like 20 hours behind schedule. So they, they have to wait. The for, they have, yeah. So now there's, it's like midnight and they're out. They're out. It's an the out. Bus. It's an outside stop. It's yeah. not like one where you can go inside. And there's like 30 homeless people. My dad's freaking out. My dad's a former undercover cop. He's getting, making my mom, give him a knife out of the bag, scaring the shit out of my mom, <laughs> you know, but my dad's like, I want to be prepared if these fucking maniacs, because he's the only guy. The other guy's got Alzheimer's. I'm going to know he's getting in a fight. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> shit it's just show. a shit show. And then he, he find, find, my dad finally says, fuck it. I think they go to like a McDonald's or get, I, I don't know what the hell they, they go somewhere, catch the next train after uh, six hours and they get to, uh, I think somewhere in Michigan, someone steals my dad's hat on the overhead on the train or sunglasses or something. I forget. He wanted to, he, he wanted to fight a homeless guy essentially. <laughs> right. Then he gets to Mackinac, not the Island, the peninsula. All right. Now the peninsula uh, it's like a 30 or 40 minute boat ride. So I think it's like 45 minute boat ride to get to the Island. Right. But the peninsula, for some reason this year, well, they always have these bugs. I don't know what the fuck they're called. You can Google this thing. Um, and these bugs always come out in June. Right. And this year, and this is the, I'm quoting what I've heard. Cause obviously I'm no expert on this shit. This year, they chopped down a lot of the forest. Well, the forest had bats. Bats would eat the bugs. Midge flies. Midge flies, yes. So the fact that they chopped down the forest, the bats then weren't there to eat the midge flies, which created a a, a big problem because, I mean, this is fucking disgusting. I'll be honest. It's absolutely fucking disgusting, right? I mean, I'm eating with my brothers. We're going from bar to bar. It's fucking, they're they're hitting in your face. They're hitting your face, like hundreds of them, hitting your fucking face nonstop. Yeah. Like you couldn't, bro, you couldn't talk. But if you're outside, because they're going in your fucking mouth, right? Yeah. But this is why it's great. Is my father being a maniac that he is. My dad's got a little like Joe Pesci in him. You know, so I go over to the, their hotel to see how they're doing the first night. Yeah. And he's already, like my mom's like, he's in the shower. He's at wit's end already. And my, my mom's like, he's, he's on one today. Right? And my dad, first thing my dad gets out of the shower, like uh, and he comes out to the, to the uh, hotel room and he's like, it's like, Oh, we ain't just a motherfucker. He's like, he, these bugs, these fucking bugs, man. He goes everywhere I go. <laughs> right. So, so then from there, uh, you know, I could just tell he was high strung. He told me about the whole trip. He said, yo, I missed like 30 fucking trains. Had some guy steal my shit. Did you pour me one? I have not. You filthy fucking whore. Right. Uh, 
See, this is taking too long. They don't even care about the sunbelt anymore. But make a long story short, the next day we're catching a tr- we're catching the, the 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 ferry to the island of Mackinac. We're talking about millions of flies. You no, know, really a lot. Like I don't think anyone realizes when I say this story. Like everyone that went, you can ask anyone that I know. You know, you know Gerard. You know, you're constantly covered with flies. I mean, yes, nonstop. And and it, like even the windows of the hotel and shit was fucking filthy, bro. Yeah. But uh, we we thank you. But we so I'm in line with with my with my aunt, my uncle, my mom, my dad, and my dad just had his breaking moment. I wish I would have recorded it. it would have got ten thousand hits on fucking YouTube because <laughs> he uh you know he's sitting there and these flies we're we're waiting in line. There's like fifty people in line, and these flies keep hitting us all right. No. Yeah. And my dad just has his breaking point. He flipped the fuck out, man. He takes his hat off his head, starts swatting them. Doesn't like some go in his mouth or some shit. Yeah, so I think I think the one the one went up his nose or his mouth, <laughs> one of the two. Like, and and that was the that was the setting off point because right. he just went he went wild. It was like Joe Pesci. It was like classic like my cousin Vinny style. Right. He takes his hat off his head. And my mother had been telling him because he was getting annoyed prior. Like three somehow the database didn't acquire the gene of like insanity that his dad possessed. <laughs> the, the same gene that allowed him to uh, survive on the streets of DC as a beat cop for 20 yeah. years. So, so th- but this is so great because so, so my dad had like prior to flipping out, he was being pushed. I feel like, like, but the flies were hitting him in the face and he was trying his best. Cause he knows, you know, he's on the, uh, he's on the way to go to the son's wedding. And my mother's sitting there like, be optimistic, be optimistic, right? So then when the one went up his nose or in his mouth, he, when he flipped out, he's like, he grabs his hat and he starts swatting everywhere. And he's like, I got your fucking optimistic. I got your motherfucking optimistic. And he's just swatting flies left and right, right? And just, it's going fucking wild, man. I, I'm, on the, I'm, on the, I'm on the ground cracking Cole up. being the dickhead that he is. On I'm the on the ground cracking up. My uncle turns to look at me. My uncle turns to look at me and says, what's going on with my father? Cause my uncle's got Alzheimer's. He's got like 30 flies on his face. Has no fucking idea. <laughs> He's got 30 flies on his face. I'm like crying, man. I'm crying. Cause yeah. my dad, like I see people in the crowd, like, like covering their kids ears. Cause my dad's flipping the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> and then here's the best part. We get on a boat. We go to Mackinac Island, go 45 minutes out on that boat. Nothing. No bugs on Mackinac Island. Had the most beautiful fucking weekend. Great place to get married. But still, maybe the greatest story. I, 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 if I would have YouTubed that, I'm telling you, that was, shit would have been on viral. That glory. shit would have went everywhere, everywhere. But all uh, that to say, yeah. they're not going to be in Mackinac. Ha- they're not going to be in Michigan. Michigan is coming to Carolina for this game. Yeah, where the fuck are we at on this? We are looking oh, Eastern at Eastern Michigan. Yeah, Coastal Carolina. <laughs> what a transition. They're going to be zero and one. Eastern Michigan is going to come down there. I think they're going to win big. I think so too. All right, now this is the this is the game you want to circle. No, it's not. Game two. No, it's not. I mean, for for if you're a Coastal Carolina fan, it is. I'm saying Kansas starts out with Indiana State, who went to the FCS playoffs, I believe. Yeah. If they lose that, it's a big ass if. Have you seen Kansas football lately? Yeah, like I have, but I have also seen less miles coach teams. Some game one to it. This would be no, but yeah, yes, I'm uh, saying, but they went uh, coastal Carolina went five and seven. They almost made a bowl game last year. You're bloody. telling me this is going to be a blowout. I'm telling you that Kansas right now is more talented than uh coastal Carolina. And I, when you put less miles and home field advantage into the equation, 
I sense an ass whipping. Wow. Uh, I, I don't agree with your statement. I think this will be a close game. I think Kansas might get the win, and I'll say I'll say Kansas gets the win. But I say Coastal Carolina is 0-2, but that game is going to be closer than you think. Once again, it's on ESPN Plus, sponsored by the podcast. Check out ESPN Plus, guys. Nice plug there. <laughs> uh, week three, Norfolk State. Norfolk State's shit. That's uh, one and two. They're yes. one and two then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is the, the real one you want to circle. Going up. Up into Amherst to take on UMass. You've got to figure a win there. I think it's a win. New mass yeah. breaking in a new head coach. Yeah. Got rid of Mark Whipple. Whipple, whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Uh, so two and two at app state. That's a loss two mm-hmm. and three. Then they get a bye week before Georgia state at home. Mm, I'm interested to hear your take here. I got Georgia state winning this one. I think I do too. So I've got them going. What's that? Two and four. And they're at Georgia Southern two and five. Then they get a bye week home to Troy. They lose that two and six. Then they're home to the raging Cajuns that Patty sees so high on. And I think they lose that Yep. two and seven. Then they're at Arkansas state two and eight. Then they're at Louisiana Monroe Patty C two, two and, nine, and nine, but they win the final game of the season. They're, they're three and nine. Uh, I'm on the under on the, on the Chanticleers. I'm with you. I am 100% with Especially because they lost a lot of key players, you know? Three and nine. Yeah. We, we got to speed this up, though, buddy. We're Let's only rock. on the third fucking team. Let's fucking rock. Let's right. roll. Lottie freaking duh. Okay. Um, next up, what, give me the alphabet. It's Georgia Southern, Patty C. I'm a big Georgia Southern fan. I'll be honest. I like them. They, uh, they've been good for a long time. I don't think people realize how long they've been good. Uh, okay. Chad Lunsford enters year two. His full, I mean, this will be his second full year providing something crazy didn't happen. Uh, he's kind of at two and a half years. They went 10 and three last year in his first full year. Patty C that's a, that's what you call a strong fucking opening. That is, that's what you do. That's an opening statement right there. Okay. They now of that team, they return their quarterback. Shy words. He's good. He's efficient. And one of the things the first thing you should note when you talk about Georgia Southern football, why is my shot cold, by the way? Because uh, it's out of my mix class. Oh, you didn't give me Evan Williams? No, I gave oh. you uh, Evan Williams and Coke. Oh, okay. In a shot class. Okay. Um, my point here is that the first thing to mention with Georgia Southern is what, Petty C? The option? Yes. the triple. They run the triple option. And that's what's made them so efficient over the past 20 years, 30 years of college football is that they they've been good for a long time. All right. Now the problem this year coming into this, I mean, obviously you return the quarterback, which is good when you, when you have a triple option team, but also I would say that you don't freak out when there's turnover with army, Navy, air force, you don't freak out when there's offensive line turnover, wide receiver turnover, because I'm going to say there's one exception to that. What's that? Quarterback play in the triple option. No, quarterback's the most important position. Absolutely. I, I said, I said, offensive line, wide receiver play. Yeah, you don't really freak out because they lost a good chunk of their offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. But they do have a Georgia transfer coming in, so I, I'm not freaking out at that because I know that uh, you know it's kind of a system that I feel like when you start running this thing and get yeah. it down. Next man up. Yeah. And the talent level is uh, less important than the execution level. Exactly. And then they return, uh, what they got, uh, 
the defense, the whole entire defensive line, I think returns. They got two stud cornerbacks, including uh, this guy's name is Kendall Vinder, who was first team all Sunbelt cornerback. Bring him back with uh, Monquavin Brinson, who's another stud cornerback. Monquavian. Hey. All name award. Yeah. Uh, now, the, now, the weakness on the defense, from what I understand, the safety position. Two brand new safeties breaking in. So, but then again, I don't see the Sunbelt as this pass happy offense. Maybe the Texas State with what they're doing with Bob Stitt, but I, I like. I, the, like the, I, the losses aren't that that great to me. So the over and unders at six and a half, I think that's incredibly low, Patty C. For a Georgia State team that had gone ten and three last year. Yeah, I will say this though: their first three games, kudos to them for some of these scheduling, because this is what she call a little bit of a, a very tough opening at LSU week one, Patty C. What do you think? I Any think, chance? I think that's a very bad loss. I sh- I should note this. 2013 Georgia Southern wins in the swamp at Florida. 2015 they lose in overtime to Georgia. And then 2016 or 17, I forget which year it was, they go in heading into the fourth quarter against Clemson. They're tied up. Was it the was the Citadel run on the option last year against Bama? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is a neutralizer. I mean, fucking Munkin, a Georgia Southern. Any chance LSU's looking ahead at Texas? We- well, there's a hundred percent chance they're looking ahead at Texas, but the fact that this is week one greatly plays into LSU's hands. I think your ability to game plan two to three games in advance to start the season off is there because you have the entire spring and summer to do so. Yeah. But once you get into week five, six, seven, then, then you're on a week by week basis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. LSU wins that one. Now this is a scary one for for them. And Patty C I'm going to call for a little bit of an upset. All right. The main black bears were one of the final four teams in the FCS last year. And I loved the way their defense played. I think Maine is going to upset Georgia Southern. I got to find this schedule. I lost track of it. Jesus. Uh, do you, I, I disagree with you. They're coming off LSU and they got to play Maine. That's a tough schedule right there. That's true, but you have to figure there's not going to be a huge emotional letdown if they don't beat LSU. I'm just saying in uh, Baton Rouge. That's a tough. Maybe they get the dub. Maybe they get the dub. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say the Black Bears pull the upset. Uh, I think you're disrespecting Georgia Southern a little bit. The Black Bears. I think you're disrespecting the Black Bears. Hey, do it for an extended period of time, and I will believe. See, but this is when they wake up. It's when they play at Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Let me put me on. Put me on on the record for Maine as a win. I, it just scares the fuck out of me that you're playing a team that good from the SCS after you're playing LSU. <laughs> you doubt their resiliency, but so I'm going to say this week, team went 10 and three last year. Yeah. You think they're going to lose to a fucking FCS team? Some FCS teams are very good. Maine happens to be one of them. Um, week three at Minnesota. What do you think? Patty C? That's probably a loss. You got them <laughs> starting to win three too, though. Uh, no, I got fuck it. I'm gonna give. I said I'm gonna give Maine as a win. 
I got him as one and two, but they, I, that if I'm PJ Fleck, I'm mad at my athletic director for scheduling this game. You want to talk about dude, they could beat Minnesota. It's a long road trip from, uh, from Statesboro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you got to be a little mad about that, but if you're Fleck, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So what you got him at one and two. Yeah. I got him at one and two. Cause you're not really answering shit over there. You know what I mean? No, I got him losing to LSU. I got him beating Maine, and I got him losing to Minnesota. I answered every fucking question you asked me. <laughs> then they get a buy and then they're hosting your raging Cajuns. Whew. Ah, uh, they're hosting them. Give me Georgia Southern in that game. I'm with you in Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern wins the next two. I think they win at South Alabama. Yep. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're three and two hosting Coastal Carolina. That's exactly. a win. Four and two hosting New Mexico State. That's a win. Five and two, and then at App, that's State, a loss. That's a lot. Five and three at Ooh. Troy. Oh, back to back away games though. That's brutal. Yeah, that's Gut brutal. Punch City. That's brutal. They did not do any favors for them. Oh, going into Troy, they're gonna lose, dude. With what I, would have been likely for a second place in the division, coming off. I had them. Game. I had them beating Troy, but I didn't realize that they were back-to-back away games. That's that's tough. That is tough. I got Troy. I got Troy doing it. I think I got uh, Georgia Southern doing it. I think Troy's losing too much. Uh, I I I can't. Just that's that's a tough. That's really tough. Dantabay sticking to his theory that back-to-back road games are the toughest. Seven thing. and forty-eight last year. For all uh, FPS teams, yeah. No, 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 no. For the Power Five, I didn't even. Go, five. I didn't even go deep into the into the uh, group of five. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, it's a hell of a stat. So what? I got them losing what uh, four games right there, and then they're home to ULM. They're gonna beat Mon- uh, Louisiana Monroe at Arkansas State. Petty C. I'm so I'm assuming you have them beating Louisiana Monroe at, in Statesboro. Absolutely. Okay. At Arkansas State, who do you have? This is tough. Uh, give me Georgia Southern. I, I think I agree with you on this one. This is the road game they'll get. And then they're home to Georgia State. Little little rivalry game. And they get a W there. I think so too. So I think I got them going seven and four. They play 12 games. <laughs> Hold on. Who are my losses? LSU, Minnesota, App State, Troy. So they're eight and four. Well, I got them on the over. You got him on the over six and a half to the line. I'm with you. Easy, easy peasy, baby. By the way, NC Nick has agreed with us. Uh, NC Nick just, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting to, 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 to tout his, his games here. NC Nick is completely on board with us on Appalachian state. He's got him over as well. He's got Georgia Southern over. He's got over on coastal Carolina though. Patty C we have under. He's got over on Arkansas State. We have under. So NC Nick not, not necessarily seeing eye to eye with us. This guy's just grabbing cocktails. He Does he have an over on every single one of those fucking teams? Hey, Nick, some teams have to lose games. <laughs> Heads up, buddy. Hey, it's only, we're only four teams in. That's why we need to hurry this fucking thing up. All right, let's rock. Well, there's only 10 teams in this conference, so. Okay, so we're almost halfway. Next up, we got Georgia State. The Panthers, Patty C. Yeah. Sorry. I'm... They had a tough year last year. Uh, year one under Sean Elliott two years ago. They, they Okay, so hold on. Three years ago, they were winless. 
They fire their coach. They bring in Sean Elliott from App State. They go to a bowl game in year one. Sean Elliott's looking like a savior, a modern day Jesus Christ in Atlanta, Patty C, right? Yes, that is what he's looking like. <laughs> then year two comes and he goes two and 10. And everyone's wondering what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, no one. If you mean everyone, if you mean no one, but yes. Because <laughs> no one gives a fuck about Georgia State football. Really? You just you, you know you're a hater, bro. They're the fourth place team in the state of Georgia, in a, in a state where only one team matters. They're the fourth place team. Buddy, Georgia Tech has a national championship more recent than Georgia. Uh, split, but fair enough. <laughs> so you need to start thinking All about right, yours. Fair enough. Maybe Georgia State's gonna have another national championship before uh, before Georgia. You know, JMU's got a, a national championship more recently than. Well, they got the only national championship in the Virginia State history. Let's well, the only true, and it was a true national championship. Yeah, too. with the real playoff system. Okay. Um, look, I think Sean Elliott's a good hire. I think he had a tough, tough time last year. They had the injury bug hit them pretty bad. Do your history, do your research. They got killed by injuries last year. Dan Ellington, quarterback, returns. He's a little bit of a quad, Patty C, but Ellington, <laughs> Ellington could be one of the top QBs in the Sun Belt this year. I'm going to say he's going to be a top three quarterback last year. He threw 12 touchdown passes to five picks. Good ratio. Relatively speaking, I <laughs> he guess. just needs more right. of, of the, uh, of the passing touchdowns ran for 625 yards and five touchdowns. Patty C. What? You are not impressed. Ah, uh, look, 12 touchdowns out of your fucking starting quarterback for the year. It was a transition year. First year starting. I don't give a fuck. This is college football, man. <laughs> Look, they returned four to five starters on the offensive line. Yeah. The experience is going to pay off there. Sure. They lose their top wide out in Penny Hart, but everyone else returns nine starters return. That's nice. You're telling me Georgia state can't you're telling me you don't believe in Sean Elliott. Mm. Made a bull in year one. He had a little bit of a setback year two. The line is at four and a half. Vegas says four and a half wins, Patty C. After a two and ten season? Let's look at this fucking schedule and let's at Tennessee week one. That's a loss. You sure? Yeah. You sure about that five minutes? <laughs> you sure about that five minutes? Week two home to Furman. Isn't Furman decent too? Furman is solid. <laughs> Dude, if they beat Kennesaw State, they could beat fucking Furman. You gotta figure uh you got, I guess you got I'm going Georgia, Georgia State. State Georgia, Georgia State's got this. All right. All right. So they're one and one at Western Michigan. Uh, that's a loss. Yeah. One and two at Texas state. I got it as a win. I guess two and two buddy. I don't have that as a win. I have that as a loss. <laughs> you go with Stitt. I'm going with Bobby Stitt. <laughs> two and two. You got him at one and three. And they got a bye week before they host Arkansas State. Loss. Loss. Which means what? I got them at uh what two and four? Mm-hmm. At Coastal Carolina, that's a win. We both said it was a win. Okay. So uh three and four. Home to Army. Any chance they put no. No. Three and five. Home to Troy. And they had a tough schedule. Three and six. They get a bye. They're at ULM. That's a loss. Three and seven. Home to App State, three and eight. Hosting South Alabama. We got that's a little a game here. That's you a win. That's a win. 
I'll ride with you on that. Four and eight, and their chance to go on the over at Georgia Southern to end the season, they lose. That's an L. I'm on the under here. You got four and eight. I got three and nine. Both either one is the the the, uh, the very over much the under. I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. Yeah, and we we were given that win against Furman. They could lose that definitely. So, um, let's just you know think about ours for a second here. Uh, all you Georgia State fans or betters in general, think about yours and take the under. Yeah, definitely. Definitely think so, Petty C. Okay, now let me say this as we move along. Let me just get to what the real thing is, Petty C. With us here at, look, we love to give you this, this Sunbelt content, or at least I do. Petty C hates his life over here. <laughs> all right? But just give me, give me some football that has implications on the uh, national landscape. There's never any implications. They go with four name brand bullshit teams. No, that's true. And it's a fucking waste of the whole year. But I do appreciate the likes of Appalachian state really at the very least playing spoiler in the, with the big boys, you know, okay. Are coming close. Get your shit together, buddy. All right. They are the Boise of the East. They are in short order. They will ascend to that level. You know who, who's the Boise State of the uh, the West for us? Uh, MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is now offering their own NFL Super Contest. Each week, you make five picks against the spread, hundred thousand dollar prize, guaranteed for first place. Every dollar they receive as an entry fee will go to into the prize pot. No vig. The entry fee is only a hundred dollars. MyBookie.ag backslash Super Contest to secure your spot. When you do, make sure you use that promo code SGP50 to get your 50% deposit bonus. Uh, they got a motto over there. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie.ag. Don't forget the promo code SGP50. It's us, baby. All right. Booyah. Next along in the alphabet, Patty C. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, L, Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, your raging Cajuns, buddy. You're, you seem really high on this team to me. Yeah, I'm. I'm fairly confident they're going to have a decent year here. Why, why? What makes you think that? Is it just their their sheer the raging Cajun? The raging Cajunness is uh, really standing out to me. I don't know. They had a good good year last year. They strike me as the. Uh, best team in their particular division. They were seven and seven last year. That's a good year. Seven and seven. They played that many games. They did. Oh, I guess they had that conference championship. Uh, Billy Napier, um, damn good coach. Uh, passed over for the Arizona State head coaching job, but had a great first season. Interesting. Interesting. First matchup. Do you have the schedule in front of you? I can't fucking get this shit. Jeez. You and the internet have been Dude, it's having just, problems since the beginning of time. I got it in one second. Where the fuck, though? Honestly. Jesus. Okay. All look, right. You just tell me, just me the tell first you, game. I'll get the in rest. In the Superdome. Notorious for saving people's lives during Katrina, Petty C. Yes. Uh, they're taking on Mississippi State. Neutral site game. Neutral site. Does it? Notorious have a negative connotation. I'm curious. All right. Noteworthy for saving what do you want people's me to say? lives. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what do you mean? Notorious? Notorious because our fucking FEMA, our government, ignored these poor bastards 
I sitting guess down there through all this notorious. shit. There's but a lot. Is the Superdome itself notorious for? Well, saving? it did rip. It had a hole in one side of it. Can't really blame the Superdome. It wasn't so super. It was super enough to preserve many, many human lives. Yeah. Whatever. All right. You're spitting in the face of the engineers. <laughs> okay. Mississippi State. Yes. In New Orleans. Any chance your raging cages pull the upset? No. Neutral site? Very much uh, favoring Louisiana, you would have to assume. Yeah. Pretty bold for Mississippi State. Yeah. Props to the SEC's yeah. non-powerhouses. I would still rather see this game being played in good old Lafayette, but hey. Hey. Do, a, do a one-off. Yeah. Is this a one-off? No, I'm saying do it like a one-on-one. One. I mean, one for one. One for one. Sure, one for one would be great, but look. I guarantee you this is If you're going to like have a... your neutral site games to the advantage of the uh, the non-power team, geographically, geographically speaking, then, hey, I give a credit to Mississippi State. Of course. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Uh, that's a loss, but I see. That is a loss. All right. Week two, they get your Liberty Flames. Hmm. Could be a decent game. I think they lose this. I think they win this. I think they're zero and two, and then they take on the Texas Southern Tigers, and I think they get this this win on the best stadium, Cajun Field. Cajun Field is yeah. amazing. Uh, so I got them at one and two. You got them at two and one. Yeah. All right. Then they're at Ohio. That's a loss. And then they're at Georgia Southern. That's a loss. So I got them at one and four. And then they're hosting Appalachian State. And then one they're and going to Arkansas State. <laughs> one and six for me. I think I have them at two and five here. Okay. The, that now the, the, now comes the fun part. They get a bye. Then they get Texas State. At Coastal Carolina and at South Alabama. Three wins right there. Yeah. So I got them at. So I got them at four. I got them at five wins. Then they're hosting Troy. I'm going to call them to get the upset on Troy. They're gonna backdoor into this. They're gonna backdoor into this bowl game. This is tough. Uh, I don't know if I have them beating Troy here. They're gonna backdoor into this fucking bowl game. But they're hosting. Yeah, Troy's a better team than the Raging Cajuns. <laughs> uh, well, you have one more win. They can still they can afford. Yeah, give me Troy, and then and then they beat the Warhawks, and they go six and six. We yeah. both have them at six and six. Vegas has them at. A nice five and a half. We're both on the over. Take the over, baby. man. We don't. We can't feel too good about that. Right. One. Buy a hair. All right. Now Louisiana Monroe, Patty C. Remember Rodney Monroe? I do not. Who the hell is Rodney Monroe? Awesome shooting guard for NC State in the early '90s. He was on the Goog- the Gugliotta team. Chris Corciani, point guard, was with them. Just fucking data, <laughs> data for you, buddy. This is beyond data. This is like literal, like idiot savant kind of like <laughs> Chris Corciani, Rodney Monroe, Tom Gugliotta. Come on. This was a good team. I feel like they had a, uh, another forward too. I can't remember shit. Who was right. coaching them at that point? I think Jimmy V is, was gone by then. So I don't recall. See, I don't remember. Everything. Boom. Right. You do remember uh, the point guard. Chris Corciani on Tom Gugliotta's team. Now that's random. That's freaking random. All right. Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. Mon fucking row. Emphasis on the M O N. Uh, how do you feel about the old Warhawks as a team name? Awesome team name. 
Well, they were the Indians not that long ago. You know what? And I think it's uh, somewhat, uh, I uh, taught in Virginia uh, at high school level. What, Warhawks? Madison Warhawks. And I, I, I'm guessing uh, James Monroe was of the similar political party wow. of the Warhawks at the time, being a president right around the same time. Wow. Knowledge. Yeah, so look, I got Chris Corciani. And Warhawk is a fucking badass logo. Yeah, I'm with you. Or badass mascot. Well, look, the Warhawks have Caleb Evans at quarterback, and I find him to be a very fun quarterback to watch. He throws the ball over the fucking field, takes some wild chances, but uh, you know, got a little Brett Favre in him. If anything, he needs to find a way to stop throwing as many picks, but reel it in a little bit. But he's, I'm telling you, the guy's a fun guy to watch. They got a running back in Austin Vaughn. They're returning 700 yards. He ran practically 700. It was like 665 or some shit like that. If they can limit the turnovers, this offense should be moving with the fact you're returning Evans and Vaughn. I mean, who doesn't like a gunslinging quarterback and a pair of testicles? Testicles. <laughs> uh, okay. That took a turn for the stranger I, there. But I mean, look, the defense was terrible last year. I don't know that it's going to get better. It's got to get better, right? You got more experience. You got the, the uh, who the best player on the defense is defensive end. Kenny Starks, <laughs> I guess <laughs> he's back. I mean, you got to be excited about that. He led their team in sacks. Now Matt Viator three years, uh, four and 12, 14 and 22 record. He needs to think about his, he does need to think about his. Time to perform, buddy. All right. Now Vegas has them at five. Five wins, Patty C. Look at the schedule and tell me you see five wins. Week one, Grambling State. I guess you got to give them a win there. That's a dangerous game, though. Grambling State almost beat Louisiana Lafayette last year to start the season. Absolutely. They need Grambling to win this State game. They is, really need to win this fucking game. What are game. they? Are that's, that's a historically black FCS. Doug Williams went to Grambling State, buddy. Yeah. Oh, Grambling plays ball. Let me ask you about that rivalry real quick. Grambling Southern. I'm on the Grambling side of that all day. Uh, like, is anyone outside of what New Orleans on the Southern side of that? A Baton Rouge, maybe Southern. I think it's a Baton Rouge. Okay. Gotcha. Grambling is just like, how many teams have that logo? Georgia, Green Bay. Yeah. And Grambling probably had it first. Grambling has the best of all three of them. The uh, yellow and the black. Pretty yeah. fucking badass. How do you not like Grambling? I mean, it's beautiful. Do, who, I, we, are we going to give them the win there against Grambling? Uh, I am, yeah. Okay, me too. Then they're at Florida State. Any chance, Betty State? Very little. One but and one. Good God, you want to put a, a stake in Willie Taggart's heart <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, week three, that's a bye. Week four, they're at Iowa State. That's a loss. They're one and two. Then they're home to South Alabama. They get that. They get that win. They're two and two. And they host Memphis. What do they think at hosting Memphis? They're gonna get their shit pushed in. Two and three. Are we are you agreeing? Uh I don't know about necessarily taking a loss at Iowa State. How did Iowa State do last year? Did they have a great year? Iowa State, Matt Campbell? Oh, Iowa State. I'm thinking Idaho State. Jesus. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's an L. That's an L. <laughs> so I'm having trouble fucking tracking this. You're having uh, trouble being a human. No, I have it right here in front of me. Okay. Man, that's a tough out of conference schedule. Yeah. Florida State at Florida State at Iowa State. Grambling. Even their FCS team is tough. Yeah. Why can't Alabama do this? Jeez. 
How do they play a better FCS school than fucking Alabama? All right. <laughs> How? And two better. Uh, Three. Memphis five. is better than Duke. That's true. Their entire <laughs> schedule is harder. <laughs> They're poor ass Louisiana Monroe. Okay, look, I got them at two. I got them two and three to start the season. Then they go at Texas State, three and three. At App State, that's a loss. Uh, three and four. Bye week home to Arkansas State, three and five. I think they're going to beat Georgia State. So I'm going to say four and five at Georgia Southern, loss yeah. four and six. Home to Coastal Carolina, win five and six. They're going to go five and seven. This team's gonna push. I got four and eight for him. Now we don't have the we don't have the opportunity to say push, so I'm gonna lean towards the under as well. You write that in. How many fucking more teams are there in this thing, huh? Let's take a look. That was Monroe. Monroe. While you look, I'll say this. Guys, we are sponsored by a brand new stinking sponsor. Not stinking, great sponsor. <laughs> I'm just saying the fact that we got a brand new sponsor. I'm feeling good over here. Feeling good. But I'll tell you who's not stinking. ESPN Plus. All right? <laughs> Patty C may be stinking, but ESPN Plus is not stinking. Stream Live Sports and ESPN Plus Originals in HD. Believe it or not, they got high definition over there. Watch live college football, college basketball, soccer, Major League Baseball, and UFC. It's easy to watch. You can watch it from your phone, your tablet, your television. Patty C, I know you can't you can't even watch a friggin' can't even watch a YouTube video on your phone, your busted busted ass old phone. I try to send you videos. Right? <laughs> but let me tell you something, Patty C. I was watching ESPN Plus recently. Yeah. Yeah. I was. And I, I believe it. And I was impressed by they they're they're on top of it all the time. You're watching the ECU Pirates on ESPN three, because that's the only freaking <sighs> broadcast they're ever going to get. But ESPN, thank God for ESPN three that they have you covered. Look, ESPN plus is only four ninety nine a month. All right. Patty C you're talking your haircuts only three ninety nine a month. Right. And it, <laughs> and it shows, right? So fucking stop, stop getting a haircut. Pumpkin pie haircut. Is yeah, free. Yeah. Throw some money at ESPN plus. I, I, I pay this subscription every month. I really do. Uh, head over to sports podcast.com and click the ESPN plus banner and, and, you know, you help us out while, while you'll be able to watch all these awesome games. You want to get the college football season coming up. You want to watch a Sunbelt game that where, 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 you know, Patty C's telling you, Hey, watch uh, JMU West Virginia. Well, West Virginia is up 45 to three. Get the fuck out You're going to hope and wish that you bought ESPN plus. So you can watch a, a barn burner of a game between grambling and Louisiana Monroe premium content, premium fucking content. Okay. Where's the fucking alphabet, Patty C? Where are we? Uh, Q R S T <laughs> South Alabama. Almost there. South Alabama. How do you feel about South Alabama being an FCS school, Patty C? An FBS school? Yeah. Uh, I could care less, you know? You know, they did beat, uh, I think, Ole Miss one year? The Jaguars. Red, white, and blue. Very American of them. The win totals at two and a half. Woo! Vegas, not thinking they're going to win many games this year. Uh, look, I got I got some shit I wrote on South Alabama, but I mean, hey, Steve Campbell, second year, first year, three and nine. Team's got to get better, right? Second year. 
They got this quarterback, Cephas Johnson. He's good. Six offensive returning starters. They were injury plague defense last year. Probably a lot of the reason why the pass rush was awful. Absolutely awful. Um, they get their best uh, wide receiver back. And you, you noted this Patty seat. We were talking about this. Sure. Quan Baker, their wide receiver. Yes. He's one of these guys. You just want to get the ball to apparently because 59 rushes as a wide out. Well, six, one, two, 10 is pretty thick frame for a wide out. He's no flea. He's definitely not a flea, but would that just, maybe he's just that much of an athlete. That's, that's, like, that's built get, like a power runner. Give the ball to the best athlete on the field and, and figure shit out. Yeah. For, and, and, for and a I, lot of teams, that's the best rest. And I think that's what the Jag wires are doing. Petty C. Yes. All right. Now two and a half. You do. I mean, for week one, they're at Nebraska. Any chance? Zero. Okay. Week two, Jackson state. They're going to beat Jackson state. Jackson. Yeah, they are. Week three, they're home to Memphis. Does Memphis play the whole entire fucking uh, Sun Belt? What's going on here? I know, right? Come on. Uh, Memphis is going to beat them. So they're one and two. Then they're at UAB. Any chance? A little in, in-state no, mojo on no, the line? No, 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 no. Not so much. One and three. At ULM. That's a loss, too. I agree. One and four. Home to Georgia Southern. One and five. They get a bye. They're at Troy. That's a loss. One and six home to app. It's a loss. One and seven. They're going to buy. They're at Texas state. That's a win. That could be a win. It's shitting on Texas state. I, I, I with the news of Bob's 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 sit taking over that. Jeez. I've been drinking. Um, we're going to see if Texas, Actually, I got them losing that it's in San Marcos, but I'm going to tell you, they're going to pull the upset somewhere here. They're going to win two games. Okay. They're not going to fucking go. So we have one and eight at this point. Yeah. What do they finish out with? Louisiana Lafayette in mobile, then at Georgia state, then home to Arkansas state. They're going to be one of those teams. Yeah. They're going to win two games. Though. Definitely two to three games. What's the over under two arm? and a half. I'm on the under. Actually, give me the over. Give me the over. Yeah. I'm going to pull two upsets. This program should be better than two wins. You're going over. I'm going over. Nick's uh, NC Nick's on the under, by the way, NC Nick couldn't be, we were disagreeing on a lot. He's over on Monroe. Uh, me and Patty C are under Lafayette. He's under me and Patty C are over. He's over on Arkansas state. Well, I mentioned that already. Well, that's the fun of it. All right. Now let's get to your, uh, what's the next school here? What did we, have? uh, Texas state. With Bob Stitt as the new offensive coordinator coming over from the Montana Grizzlies. And then he was at the coal mining college of Colorado Miners School. What the hell? Did he wear a helmet with a flashlight in it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Zoolander. Yeah. He's like wearing a little spaghetti strap, uh, wife beater. Um, okay, look, Texas State, Ever Withers, your boy, got the axe. Now they went out and hired former, former. West Virginia office of coordinator, Jake Spivital. Before he was at West Virginia, he was at Texas A&M with Sumlin for a few years. Now then Spivital went and hired OC Bob Stitt, who was the former head coach of the Montana Grizzlies and the Colorado mining school. Very innovative, uh, offensive coordinator. Now, uh, the bad thing here is Texas state's got a three man quarterback competition going. I don't believe it to be three man. I think it's good. I think it's already locked in. 
They got last year's starter, Tyler Vitt, who had pretty awful stats, seven touchdowns, 10 picks. That's not good. Then they also have a guy named Jalen Gibson. Who's returning. Didn't get much shine last year. And then they got this Montana transfer coming in Gress Jensen, who I remember seeing at Montana where he played under Bob Stitt. That's why I think Gress Jensen will be the starting quarterback when the season kicks off. Patty C. Hey, he's seeing it in advance. They got Hutch it's white a premonition. Yeah. They got Hutch white coming back wide out their top wide out 32 passes. Damn. Their top wide out only had 32 catches. Maybe they get the ball in the air a little more this year. huh? <laughs> I think they will. Knowing Stitt and his style of play. I think they will seven of the top eight receivers are returning. I don't know if that's a good thing. If their top receiver had 32 fucking catches, that means what? Who's their sixth and seventh, fifth, sixth, seventh receivers. What call it one pass for a fucking screen. You know what I mean? Anyway, defense was solid last year, <laughs> especially on the past defense. One of the better past defenses in the Sun Belt. weakness was the run defense, but they returned their entire secondary. So we get, uh, uh, I would expect that past defense to re- remain pretty good. Uh, they only had 15 sacks last year in the season, Patty C. That's pathetic. That's really bad. That's like 1.1. That's your boy, Everett Withers. You got to be more aggressive. If you're not getting the sacks, blitz more. Send that linebacker that they got, Brian London. They say he's a stud. Send him on more blitz packages. Do something with the guy. Get the guy around the fucking ball. All right? (laughs) Do something for sure. All right, look. Over and under, Texas State, four and a half. We're reviewing these teams, uh, you know, earlier. We noticed a low, and maybe that's just indicative of college football altogether and them protecting the ball a little better. But a lot of these teams are pathetic at generating interceptions and turnovers in general. Yeah. Like, step your game up. Well, normally the bad teams in the conference, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, look, Texas State, Pettisee, I was a little shocked to see a team that's been this bad recently have a over and under at four and a half. Especially with the uh, opening road game at. Texas A&M. Yeah. Well, especially I don't see them winning a lot out of conference. They look like a one in three football team. They're going to lose at A&M by 45 to 55 points. Yeah. Right. Then they're going to host Wyoming and they're going to get the shit pushed out of them. Yeah. That, that, that option attack. We're not going to get it pushed in. It's going to get pushed out of them. <laughs> Go figure that one out. <laughs> they're and two and then they're at SMU. And I, I think SMU is going to beat them. Yes. They're 0 and 3. They're home to Georgia State. I just said Georgia State's going to beat them. So they're going to be 0 and 4. I just said Texas State's going to win that game. Okay. So you get them at 1 and 3. I got them at 0 and 4. But here's this they're going to lose the Nichols. Have you, do you follow Nichols at all? Nichols beat Kansas last year. Nichols is a good FCS team. It's always the ones you least expect. Uh, Not the majors like Major Mud. Yeah. The Colonels. I like, got the I got the Nichols pulling like Sanders. The, the Nickel Nichols is gonna pull that off. They're gonna be one and four. Then they get a bye week, then they get Louisiana Monroe. I'll give them an up. No, no, they'll lose that. Yeah, they will lose that. Um one and five. Then they're at Arkansas State loss. At Louisiana loss. Loss. One and seven. Hosting South Alabama. And that's the one I give them. I give them a loss there. Didn't I just didn't we say? Maybe. I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Uh, it's a winnable game home to Troy. This team is going, this team's winning two games. Maybe, at, maybe at coastal Carolina at the end of the year. What do you think about that game? I had favorite coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, coastal Carolina went five and seven last year. Fair. All right. I'm with that. 
you can't tell me this team's going to win more than four games. No, no, no. The, the over and unders at five. Ooh, that's very high. NC Nick is on the, I mean, so the over unders at four and a half. So right. you need five, five to hit, uh, NC Nick's on the under. We're on the under. However, NC Nick's on the under on South Alabama at two and a half. We're on the over. And the final team is the Troy Trojans, Patty C. All right. I mean, I think you should know about. Why don't you give us the rundown on Troy? Well, the rundown is that they've been fucking money. They got big time wins, big time wins already, and in, in just in the past like decade, they've won at Missouri, Patty C. They've won at LSU. That's as a co- huge fucking win. Ask Coach O about the Troy Trojans. All right, last year Scotty Frost got bit by the Trojans when they came to Lincoln and gave him an L. So I ask you to think about yours when you analyze the Troy Trojans. Now, sure, they got a brand new coach, Chip Lindsey, former quarterback coach back, back, back at Troy a few years ago. Lindsey was the OC of Auburn last year. And unfortunately, right, right, right when he became head coach a few weeks after, uh, Sawyer Smith, uh, quarterback, starting quarterback of Troy, well, he dipped out to Kentucky, a little grad transfer. And then things got a little worse. Their best defensive player grad transferred out to Colorado state. So they've been hit by the transfer bug, mm. but they got this Caleb Barker quarterback. Who's got, who's, who's actually had some time, some experience before they got this, uh, their money, the, dude, one thing I can take away from that Nebraska game that I watched BJ Smith, their running back. He's a physical runner. Gotta well, they love it. do. They do stay in these games against these big name schools. That That is something that Troy has made themselves noteworthy for. Dude, they only lost to Clemson the year. Clemson won the national title with uh, Deshaun Watson at Clemson by six. And they were winning at one point in the fourth quarter, man. Yeah. Do not screw around with this team. Yeah. So uh, Neil Brown is gone. Sure. But they, they got a guy from that era still with Brown. Hey. Same tree. Same tree. Maybe things work out. All right. Now, uh, and I also believe they retired, re- retained, not retired, one of their defensive coaches that will got promoted to defensive coordinator. So, hey, I think this team might not be as bad as we think. Now, sorry, I got like the fucking hiccups over here. Over under is set at six and a half. Vegas is low on Troy, Patty C. Well, maybe for a good reason. They have a uh, pretty tough non-conference schedule. Start with an easy win. I don't even know if if that's that easy. Campbell, the Camels, you know, any team named the Camels, I think they they might have a fighting chance. I would disagree based on name, but... (laughs) And quite frankly, that's all about all I know about Campbell. Uh, well, check us out. That game's on ESPN Plus. So check it out if you can. Only four ninety nine a month. <laughs> Boom. All right. So they're one and zero. They beat Campbell. They get a bye week. Then they're hosting Southern Miss. This is a great game. That is a damn good game. That's a great mid major matchup. Who the fuck do you got in this game? Mm, I gotta go Troy. I think I got to go Southern Miss just because it's, well, I mean, it's this coach's second game, but it makes it very interesting. It is down again. I'm going to say Southern Miss. I'm going to say Troy's one and one. Okay. I'm going to give him the win. I'm going to give him two and zero. All right. Now at Akron going, that's a far trip. I, I think they're going to beat Akron. But, I do too. Okay. So you got them three and zero. I got them at two and one. Mm-hmm. Then they're home to Arkansas state. I, I th- got them winning that. I think I have a, uh, 
Arkansas. Did it? No, I think I have Troy winning that. Uh, so I got Troy winning at three and one. Then they're at Missouri. Do they beat Missouri again? No, they do not. I don't think so either. Three and two. They get a bye. They're hosting South Alabama. That's a win, mm-hmm. right? That's four wins, right? Four and two for me. At Georgia State, five and two. Mm-hmm. At Coastal Carolina. Now, there's the thing. There, there it is right there. Back-to-back away games. They're going to lose one of these. So I'm going to say five and three. Mm, I got to win them both. I think they're considerably better than both teams. Then they get Georgia Southern at home. I said they're going to beat Georgia Southern. You said Georgia Southern was going to win that yeah, game. Yeah, I did say Georgia Southern was going to win that game. So I have them at two losses now. Yeah, I got them at three, right? No, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't, right? No, I do have them at three. Um, then they are uh, at Texas State. That's a win. They have another back-to-back. Damn, they have two sets of back-to-back away games. Yeah. This is the stretch, though. They're going to win. They're going to go 2-0 in this one. And then they host App State. This team's going 8-4. and four. You think they're going to go to Louisiana and win that game? Only because Texas State, I don't, I don't think it was a really good team yet. I think it's going to take some time to build Texas State into what they I'm are. on the fence. I forgot what I said when we reviewed Troy about the App State or the uh, Troy versus uh, Louisiana game um, in Lafayette. But I want to go Lafayette here. So give me a third loss there. And then give me a fourth loss against App State. I got them going eight and four. Well, they're over-unders at six and a half. So we all have them over. And NC Nick has them over as well. Bada bing, bada boom. Boom. And we have previewed the entire Sun Belt Conference. Now, let me ask you this, Patty C. If you pull up the spreadsheet, do you have it, do you, do you have it open? I don't think you do, you piece of shit. I do not. Um, okay, because I think the one solid lock that I would say I like here is App State over nine. Yeah, I think we uh, we had discussed that before. Now, if I had to pick a second one that I like a lot, I would say I like the under on uh, Coastal Carolina. They were they've lost a ton of players. I like the over on Troy. I mean, over on Troy and Georgia Southern is a strong play. Both at six and a half. Uh, I would. Those might make my final cut. My final ten games or five games, whatever we decide on. Some of those might make the cut there. So pay, pay, if you're a fan of the Sunbelt Conference, what better opportunity to, than to bet on these games? All right, guys, this is the college experience. A question for you real quick before we jump off here. What's that? We got top 10 uh, Sunbelt non-conference games listed here. Arkansas State at Georgia. That's a fun one. Uh, App, App State at South Carolina. App State at North Carolina. Georgia Southern at LSU. Troy at Missouri. Georgia Southern at Minnesota. Mississippi State at Louisiana or versus Louisiana in New Orleans. Uh, Southern Miss at Troy. SMU at Arkansas State and Arkansas State at UNLV. Is there one of these games that jumps off the pace to you as a potential, a real potential for an upset? Well, I mean, I have Ab State beating UNC. Yeah. But I will say this one. If you want to talk about one that I don't have them favored, Ab State, South Carolina. Yeah. You let Muschamp, uh, you know, the team give up on him. Yeah, you know November 9th is late enough in the season where they let might. that happen. App State will beat it. You you don't give App State a chance to beat you, right? Because they will. Uh, mine for major major upset just based on history and the fact that maybe Orgeron would have these knuckleheads looking forward. 
Georgia Southern going in. I love that game. I wish it wasn't week one, but I love that game. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll see about that one. August Triple 31st. option against, uh, you know, Ordron. otherwise stout defense. And they just reload at LSU. They're so stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're so stacked, why did Troy go into Baton Rouge with Coach O and fucking kick the tar out of him? Huh? It's true. It is true. There we go. All right. This is the college experience, guys. This is the Sunbelt preview. Our next episode will preview the Mac conference. And look, we're going to get to the Mac. We're going to move to the conference USA and the independence. And then we do the big time conferences. Yeah. Not the power five. I'm talking about the power seven. Then we do the mountain West. Then we do the American, depending on which one we value as the more, you know, I think it's very, it's a very tough yeah. argument as which conference is better. We're than. in tier three right now. We're yeah. about to bounce up to tier two and tier one, which are, yeah, you know, slight grades apart from each other. Yeah, exactly. So this is the college experience. If you could give us a nice iTunes review, guys, we're trying to win you money. A couple, a couple of real square eggs over here. Uh, if you could, if you could just go to, you know, sportsgamingpodcast.com, click on the iTunes and it'll lead you in there. If you, even if you don't even have an Apple device, it'll lead you in there just to write a positive review about us. We don't get enough of those. I feel like, by judging how many people I've seen at stand-up shows, I've seen more people at stand-up shows than I have seen at comments recently. Come on. Uh, on Twitter, we are the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, which is at the SGP Network. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I am on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience, guys. You need to start thinking about yours. All right? And we're out of here.